The Round Theater is a large building. It would have to be because it's got a theater inside, but all the same, it's quite big, and it's found downtown, so it must be fairly wealthy. You're not exactly huge buffs on Fire Nation architecture, but it looks old. Well, Mason, I guess we go up and we knock on the front door. It's after hours, but after a while, someone answers, they poke their head out, they say, Hello? Uh, yes, we're looking for a Zubo and an Ibo. We're uh, here about an import issue. The guy squints at you. He goes, oh, Zubo and Ibo? Yes, are they available? Uh, yes, uh, go around back, please. Thank you, sir. So, Pa, what exactly is the plan? If we jump them, stab them, and take the light dragon, then this'll all be over really fast. Elvis is right, you know. We could just get this over with. Lowry, do you really want to encourage Elvis to solve all of his problems by stabbing? Well, not all of his problems. You know what they say. When all you have is a knife, the world looks like a turkey. Your brains are made of turkey. Look, we gotta at least case the joint first, you know? Figure out the exits, know where we go after a stabbing. We leave the country. Duh. We go back to the Dark Nation and write Bingle a letter. I mean the exits inside the building! I swear, when it rains, you guys look up with your mouths open and drown in the rain. Don't talk to me like I'm stupid. I built you a water slide. Elvis is the one who stabbed a family eatery. It was run by the mob, though. Most family eateries are. He's right, Elvis. It's called money laundering. I knock on the back door. Even apple beetles? Especially apple beetles. A fat man with a thick beard answers the door on the backside. He says, Hello, are you looking for Zubo and Ibo? Yes, sir. We're here about an import that recently came over the border. Oh, uh, you must be mistaken. We haven't ordered anything over the border recently. No? Not even a light dragon? The guy gives you a look. A long look. Before he apparently realizes he's been quiet too long. And he goes, uh, uh, a light dragon? I, I understand that they are rare. They could be native to the Fire Nation. They aren't, though. They're only in the Light Nation. No, I, I have heard of rare mountain light dragons. They say that they are the birth creators of all firebending. Lowry, Elvis, you heard of this? I don't know about Fire Nation history. I have heard that, and it is mythological as Bigfoot's anus. There you have it, sir. And my friend here happens to be an expert on Bigfoot's anus. I've seen colored paintings, hundreds of them. All of them were fake. What do you say to that? Why, why were you looking at pictures of Bigfoot's anus? Sir, did you or did you not smuggle a light dragon across the border? And be aware, it is illegal to lie to certain people about these types of things. All right, all right. I will come clean. My nephew met someone in a bar. And he ordered a light dragon. I didn't want him to get in trouble, but if he's in trouble with the law, I promise you he did not mean to break the law. Does he have a permit to own a light dragon? He rubs the bridge of his nose. No, I don't think my nephew got a permit. Well, this is mostly just a civil issue. I'll have a look. Uh, if you don't mind, I could see how the light dragon is housed, and if it meets our standards, we might be able to get a license. Of course, there is going to be a fee. And there's a fee for late filing. Oh, oh thank goodness. Okay, yes, please, come inside. We, we will show you what we have. Yes, Bigfoot's anus works every time. I have never heard you use that bit before. Yeah, I've only used it once. It's one for one. The man walks through the halls until he comes to a door. He opens it up and invites you in. He says, I am Ibo, by the way, and this is my nephew, Zubo. Zubo is sitting up in bed looking sullen. The entire room is quite cramped, and there's the light dragon sitting in a jar on the table. Ibo frowns at this. He says, So, it's probably not what you were hoping for. Well, we do usually like to put a little bit of foliage in the jars so they feel more in their natural habitat. Zubo says, Uncle, who's this? Oh, these are men from the government, I think. They were concerned about your new pet. He throws his hands over his eyes and lays down on the bed. 
Ugh, I knew this would happen. That we'd come and criticize the jar? Well, yeah, obviously, you could have at least drawn a smiley face on the outside. Look at how sad this little lizard looks. Why did you let these men in, Uncle? Because, Zubo, they are with the government. If they want to see the light dragon, then they have to see the light dragon. So what are we now, under arrest? Oh, no, I, I don't think so. Ibo looks to you guys. Well, that depends on whether or not you cooperate. Let's be real, it depends on our mode. Which will be much lighter if you cooperate. From the looks of things, we're probably going to have to take this dragon away, though. Oh, why? Why? I saved up all the money that I've made since I started working here. Uncle, we were finally going to stop being clowns and be something respected. Zubo, we are respected. We are fools. Theater fools, not clowns. We lighten the mood after dramatic moments in the play. The crowds love us. We're a respected role. It's a fancy way of saying clowns, Uncle! Excuse me, but do either of you even know what light dragons eat? No! I've been trying to feed it crickets and it won't eat them. Maybe the light dragon would be happier with these nice men, Zubo. Well, what are they supposed to eat? I'm sure we could get some. Oh, um, they, they eat, uh... Cottage cheese. Yeah, boatloads of Cottage it. cheese? Yeah, look up any book about light dragons. Cottage cheese. Zubo stares at you. Uncle, these men are liars. They're not from the government. Whoa, uh, hey, I, hey. I am sorry, I am sorry. Ibo ushers you out of the room and closes the door behind him. My nephew is under a lot of pressure. He, he doesn't mean what he says. Look, it's it's fine. It's no big deal. I tell you what, just give us the light dragon and we'll look the other way and not worry about any fines or anything. We'll let bygones be bygones. Well, that would be fine, but um, if you are going to do that, could I ask you to uh, fill out the paperwork and give me a copy with all the official seals and everything? You know how bureaucracy can be. I wouldn't like this to come and bite me in the Ah, yes. Hmm, yes. The official seals, of course. Indeed. And the paperwork, which we would always carry with us, right, Lowry? What? Lowry, the paperwork, please. Why do you think I would have the paperwork? Oh my god. <laughs> Sir, you're not gonna believe this, but my friend Lowry here has completely forgotten the paperwork. And the stamps, even. And the stamps, too. Lowry. I thought you guys had them. Well, I will cooperate in full as soon as you bring me the papers, and we can go to a notary to sign them uh, in witness of the government. Ah, very good. Very good. Um... Thank you, gentlemen. I hope I will hear from you again soon. And Ivo turns around and goes inside and closes the door. These are the first smart people that we've met in the whole world. Yeah, he didn't even tell us no. He he just cooperated with us. To, oh, God, we're going to have to do some kind of forgery. We've been outsmarted by clowns. They're not clowns. They're theater fools. The kid said it's a fancy word for clown. No, no. Sometimes they tackle complex subjects like life and death and family. And but things. in a comedic way, though, right? I mean, yeah. Mom says comedians are not able to face reality, and so they wear a mask of funny. Well, they're supposed to be clever. They're written to be clever. These guys are clever. They're good clowns. All right. The way I see it is, one... We go out and we make a forgery so convincing that we can fool a notary and both of these guys and then get the light dragon without a fight. Two, we play up a corruption angle. We pretend we're looking to be paid off and that's why things seem shady. You know, that often works. Or three, turkey sandwiches. Yeah, we do with the stabbing. Three would be faster. But what if these guys are famous, though? You can't just kill famous people. 
We could make it look like an accidental stabbing. Famous people don't accidentally stab themselves, Elvis. They accidentally overdose. We would have to get drugs. And gods, where would we find drugs at this hour? And the other thing is, you know, it is astoundingly lucky that we got away with killing mobsters on their own turf. Like, that is incredibly lucky, Elvis. I didn't even know I was going to stab him until I did. Yeah, but if there had been guys in the back that day, it would have been a whole fight. There is a number four. Okay, shoot. We can see if we could trade with them. We do have money. We might be able to get access to goods. They seem in over their head with the light dragon, so maybe they'll sell it. And I guess that you may not have turkey for brains, Lowry. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You know, that's actually not a bad plan. I think that we've already screwed up the government angle, so number one and two are both pretty well off the table. Number three is awfully final, but number four, with a little bit of greasing, I could see it work. Okay, here's what we do. Stabbing. No, Elvis, look at me. That's contingency, okay? If this one fails, then stabbing. Yes, but okay. Here's what we do. First, we'll let them stew. And while they're doing that, thinking about like, oh God, who knows about this light dragon? Why would they want it? We're going to look into whether or not you really do need permits and if it's illegal to smuggle a light dragon over the border. Assuming we find out that they shouldn't have it, that gives us leverage to then pressure them. We'll trade you for the light dragon. And if we don't get a deal that we like, well, maybe the town guard will hear about this illegal pet. Mm, I don't like that, though, because if they call our bluff on that, the town guard would theoretically take the dragon away, and then we wouldn't get it. Yeah, sure, the bluff has its flaws, but we're just going to twist their arm a little bit. It's not going to break. All right, but I'm going to point out, legal research is not my forte. Ah, well, lucky for you, Lowry. For once, I'll be doing all the heavy lifting. You know, you say that, but you should try building a giant slide in a single day. Well, you go down to the legal libraries, and Paul, give me a bureaucracy roll. Here we are. Well, there's a lot of books to pour through, and you're at it all night. There's not exactly laws about owning exotic pets per se. However, there are rules about when you bring a pet over the border, you do have to declare it and do a little bit of paperwork to show that you declared it coming in. And there's a fairly hefty fine for doing it. Not prison time. It's not a criminal thing, but you would have to pay up. That's the best you can turn up, and the sun is rising. Uh, all right, gentlemen. It looks like the leverage is not as good as I hoped. Well, they can't be loaded, I think. They won't want to pay a fine. Sure. We'll give them the day. We'll show up tonight and uh, lay it all out there. So you guys go back to your cart, go to bed? Yep, sleep the day away. The day passes, you guys sleep, and when the sun sets, your mom wakes you up and goes to bed herself. Don't get outsmarted by clowns, she says. The whole point of them is they're smarter than you think. Then you head down to the round theater. All right, ask for Ibo and Zubo again. They once again direct you to go around back, and Ibo once again answers the door. Ah, gentlemen, I suspect you have the paperwork. Ah, uh, come, we must deliver the bad news to my nephew. Walk in behind him. Uh, actually, Mr. Ibo, I suppose it's time that we come clean as well. Oh, really? I don't know what you mean. Unfortunately, I have to admit that we weren't totally honest with you when we first met. We're not actually any kind of government official, but we are keenly interested in your light dragon. It used to belong to a friend of mine, you see, and it was stolen and we'd like it back. Hmm. Well, that would be a story to open with, and not one to come after your lies about being government agents. After all, gentlemen, now how am I supposed to trust you? Fair enough. But as a point of fact, that light dragon was smuggled across the border by a criminal organization. That much I cannot verify well, but it is something I believe my nephew would do. I assure you it is exactly how he got a hold of it because it's how the dragon was taken. But why all the lies and deception if that's the case? Well, 
you have yourself an exotic pet, and we were afraid that you would demand a very high price if you thought we were desperate for it. Of course not. If the pet was stolen, then we would be happy to return it. My nephew barely knows what to do with it as it is, and he still hasn't figured out what it eats. Not cottage cheese, by the way. Oh, I know what you did wrong. You gotta put it in a spoon and say, open up, here comes the great big bird. Okay, we will try that next, I guess. Another point of fact, Mr. Ibo, is that you have to declare these animals when you bring them across the border, and failing to do so, and it wasn't done because the pirate syndicate didn't want to pay for the licenses, means that you'll have to pay a fee if we report you to the authorities. Yes, I learned as much. I went to my friend in the theater who works with animals. He imports a great many of them and has also never had to feed a light dragon. This entire thing is nothing but foolishness. And I will be happy to get rid of the light dragon. Perfect. What's your price, sir? You must find another way to make my grandson happy with our act in the play. You could speak to the owners of the house, or with my grandson. However you do it is not material to me. I just want him to be happy with his work. You want us to act as his agents? From what I understand, the light dragon is so rare, it is amazing my nephew got a hold of one. If you have the money to pay such a ransom for such a creature, then you should be able to grease the palms of the house owner and get him to set up my nephew with a better part, or one he's more happy with, anyway. Well, what part would make him happy? I'm not sure. Maybe one of the roles that kisses the women. Then he stops and he kind of thinks about it. Or maybe not. Your nephew's a fan of, uh... Lace, I take it. Oh, no, I don't mean that. I just mean he is not very good with the ladies. Too sulky, you see. He once met a girl with the biggest melons I had ever seen, and he was hitting it off. Never mind. But what if we talk to him? We could figure out what kind of role he wants. My nephew never knows what he wants. But fine, maybe you should. He leads you to their room again, and there you find Zubo sulking. He says... Uncle, I thought we said we weren't going to talk to these guys again. Now, Zubo, these gentlemen are still interested in the light dragon, and, as I understand, you didn't pay the fees to bring it into the country. I didn't know about the fees! Well, it's fine. I don't think this is going anywhere, but these gentlemen will help you get something that you do want. A better role, perhaps? They have deep pockets. The only thing I want is to be respected by my father! Oh, kid. I understand how that is. Put my hand on his shoulder. Your parents will never truly respect you. He shoves you away. Get off of me! If you can't help me win the respect of my father, then you can't help me with anything! This stupid little light dragon is my ticket to fame and fortune and my family realizing that I'm actually someone that matters. Well, who's your dad? Gentlemen, no. This is a dead end. My nephew does not know what he's asking. My father is Hibachi Mishima, 